Hi everyone, I'm Stephanie Harf, and you're listening to The World at Home, a weekly podcast for people who love to travel, love to eat, and are interested in learning how to recreate their favorite travel dining experiences at home. On today's episode, we're going to learn how to host a proper British afternoon tea, one inspired by a fabulous experience I enjoyed years ago in London. We'll talk about the elements that make up a traditional afternoon tea, how to source ingredients, and tips for hosting your very own experience. We'll also go on location to my favorite local spot, Tea Bella Tea Atelier at the Oxford Exchange, to learn more about how to steep the perfect cup. Let's get started. One of my favorite daily rituals is enjoying a hot cup of tea. For me, it's one of life's little luxuries. It's something special I do for myself every morning before my busy day begins. It really makes me feel nurtured and ready to face the day. But I haven't always started my day this way. This little ritual has its origins in an experience I had in 2014 when my husband and I spent a week in London for our anniversary. While we were there, I had one of my favorite travel dining experiences of all time, a traditional British afternoon tea at Fortnum and Mason, a gourmet grocer to the British royal family. But before I tell you about this wonderful experience, I thought it would be fun to share a little bit about the history of afternoon tea. According to several accounts, the tradition was started by Anna, the seventh Duchess of Bedford in the early 1800s. Anna was one of Queen Victoria's ladies-in-waiting, and it is said that she often grew hungry during the long gap between the household's light midday luncheon and the grand dinners that were served late in the evening. So one day, Anna asked one of her servants to bring a small snack of tea and cakes to her boudoir. She enjoyed it so much, she made it a habit. Anna's preference soon became a fad and quickly evolved into an elaborate daily ritual, one with a whole host of accoutrements, including beautiful china teapots for steeping tea, metal pots for keeping water hot, small jugs for milk, bowls for lemon slices, sugar bowls with tongs, and of course, teacups with saucers and individual tea strainers. There were also tiered servers to hold finger sandwiches, scones and pastries, tiny dishes for holding pats of butter, small bowls for clotted cream and jam, and beautifully embroidered linen napkins, small luncheon plates, and dainty forks and spoons. With all this, what started as a casual afternoon snack evolved into an elegant, sophisticated experience, one shared by elegant ladies and gentlemen across Britain. And it was that experience I was hoping to have in London. Fortnum and Mason is a purveyor of fine foods, one that has been around for more than 300 years, long before Anna the Duchess invented the proper British afternoon tea. They are located in a beautiful old six-story building on London's famous Piccadilly Road. This historic structure features a fresh food hall where they carry a wide variety of gourmet groceries, including fresh fruit and vegetables, cheese and charcuterie, florals, 
wine and spirits, fresh bread, and more. There's also a tea and specialty food floor that features all kinds of delicious treats, including their amazing loose leaf teas and their famous custom hampers overflowing with an assortment of tea biscuits, fancy jams and jellies, gourmet chocolates, Turkish delight, and other fancy treats. Every proper Brit has a beautiful hamper with F and M stamped on the side somewhere in their home. There are three additional floors featuring everything from beauty products to housewares. There's even a gentleman shop. And there are several different dining establishments, including a fine dining restaurant, a wine bar, and an ice cream parlor. There's even a beehive up on the roof. But my favorite place at Fortnum's is the Queen's Diamond Jubilee Tea Salon, located on the top floor. That's where my husband and I treated ourselves to a traditional afternoon tea. Upon arrival, we were welcomed into a large formal salon with carpeted floors and cream-colored walls inset with beautiful hand-painted silk panels. Large round tables were set with white linens covered with fresh-cut flowers and Fortnum and Mason's signature pale blue, white, and gold china. We were seated and offered a menu featuring dozens of different tea options. Fortnum and Mason is serious about tea, and I've yet to source a better brand. We elected to have the traditional afternoon tea experience, which included our choice of loose leaf tea steeped at our table, along with delicious tea sandwiches, scones that were not dry as scones can often be, wonderful strawberry champagne jam, clotted cream, and an assortment of delicate pastries. Of course, the white glove service was impeccable. Our formal yet friendly server completed the experience by wheeling over a gorgeous brass trolley to our table and inviting us to select a slice from among more than a dozen different cakes, pies, and tarts. The whole experience was so elegant, exactly what I was hoping for, and I couldn't wait to visit the floors below to pick out an assortment of treats to take home so that I could try to recreate this experience for myself. We ended up filling up several bags of goodies, including tins of tea we'd enjoyed, plus several others we wanted to try, along with packages of biscuits, jars of jam, and several other confections. I even purchased my own teapot, teacup, strainer, and spoon so that I could really give myself and my guests the full Fortnum and Mason experience at home. So how do I go about recreating this experience at home? It's fairly simple for me to prepare tea for one. I just need a little electric water kettle, a teacup and saucer, a tea strainer, and a teaspoon, along with my preferred loose leaf blend, my favorite sweetener, and a little milk. But when I'm serving for a crowd, things get a little bit more complicated. Um, but with a little planning, it, you can pull this off. Um, I find that it helps to have a couple of large teapots with built-in tea strainers. That makes it easier to prepare a pot for an entire crowd. You'll also need small jugs to hold cream and milk for those who take their tea with dairy, as well as a couple of sugar bowls to hold both white and brown sugar. 
I really like European style brown sugar cubes from a brand called India Tree. Of course, you'll need teaspoons and small dishes for your guests, as well as proper teacups with saucers. I also like to use cake stands and tiered servers to hold tea sandwiches, scones, and pastries. To make things easy, I usually source the scones and pastries from places like Whole Foods. You can also find these items at your favorite local bakery. For tea sandwiches, I usually order from Jones Catering down in South Tampa. They make amazing mini ham biscuits, along with classic tea sandwiches like Coronation Chicken Salad and Egg Salad with Watercress. I like to serve jam from Fortnum and Mason, which I order online a couple of times a year when I order my tea, and honey from the Savannah Bee Company. You can also mix in other things like gourmet chocolates or other little sweet or savory items, but don't go too crazy with it. I think having a nice selection of pretty little bite-sized foods is just perfect. As for the tea, there are a few brands that I just love, of course, Fortnum and Mason, but I also love um, options from Marriage Ferris in Paris, Belloc Tea Atelier, which is out of Brooklyn, and last year I discovered a new brand called Leaves and Flowers out of California. I just love their teas. Not only are they delicious, but they're beautiful because they're filled with dried flowers. They almost look like potpourri. My favorite local brand is Tea Bella Teas, and I love enjoying Tea Bella at the Oxford Exchange. Let's go check it out. So we're taking a little field trip today to the Oxford Exchange. It's my favorite place in Tampa. Um, it's a beautiful space in an old building near downtown Tampa. The building itself was constructed in 1891, and it used to be a carriage house and stables where horses were kept. Um, a few years ago, they turned it into this amazing space uh, that really does transport you to Europe. You feel like you're in an exclusive club somewhere in the heart of London. The space includes a Warby Parker store where you can go and buy your eyeglasses. There's a wonderful bookstore with a really carefully curated selection of beautiful books. There is a co-working space upstairs where you can pay a membership fee, um, you know, to have a space for you to work or to meet with clients. There's an amazing shop in the front where you can find wonderful European brands that you can't find anywhere else in Tampa Bay. Some of my favorite French brands are carried there. There's a beautiful restaurant with a really great menu. You can sit inside or you can sit in a glass enclosed atrium so that you can enjoy the beautiful Florida sunshine without getting too warm. But my favorite space in the entire building is the center atrium. There's a huge skylight in the ceiling to let in lots of natural light. There's a gorgeous um, cream and black marble floor, the most amazing staircase I've ever seen in real life. And there's great seating, this, these leather um, Chesterfield sofas, beautiful linen upholstered chairs. Um, and, and you can sit there in the middle and you can enjoy uh, a cup of coffee from Buddy Brew, um, which is a wonderful local coffee purveyor. You can order um, from their counter there. You can get a fresh croissant to go with your coffee. Um, and what I like to do is 
get a croissant from there and then step a few feet away to the tea bar, which is offered by Tibella, another local brand. They source their teas from all over the world. They're experts at brewing the perfect cup. And this is probably one of my favorite things to do on the weekend. So today we're gonna talk with one of the tea sommeliers there and she's gonna walk us through how to actually create the Lavender Fog, which is my favorite beverage here at Oxford Exchange. So the Lavender Fog traditionally will come with about eight ounces of milk of your choice. We do about three teaspoons of our Earl Grey Lavender Tea, three teaspoons of sugar, and two pumps of Monin Vanilla Syrup. Uh, we steep it for three minutes in hot water, and when the timer goes off, we would drop it over your teapot and serve it to you with a little bit of foam. That is amazing. It is absolutely my favorite drink. If I was trying to make something like this at home, do you have any advice for me? Absolutely. Um, we steep the milk with the tea together in the steeper, so you'd have to buy one of our steepers or any type of um, tea infusion apparatus. We steep the milk in with the tea at the same time. That way the fat from the milk actually better absorbs the flavor from the loose leaf tea. Um, so you would buy the tea from us as well. And we actually sell little kits here as well with little, um, little vanilla syrups that you can use too. Okay, I'm definitely getting one of those to go because when I try to make this at home, I never realized that you actually steep the tea in the milk. I thought that you just added the milk to the tea steeped in water after the fact. So I'm really glad I asked you and that I could get advice from an expert on this. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for Absolutely. your time. Thank you. You're welcome. That was so fun. I'm so glad I asked for advice. Now I feel like I have a much better idea of how to recreate my favorite tea beverage at home and the little gifts that I purchase will really help. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you to try to recreate your favorite travel dining experiences at home. If you'd like to see photos related to this week's episode, check out my Instagram feed at s.m.harf. That's H-A-R ff as in french fry and feel free to share your feedback and ask questions about today's content tune in next time when i'll share ideas about how to host a farm to table mexican feast one inspired by a trip i took to flora farms an incredible destination located in the mountains of san jose del cabo mexico i'll share my thoughts on how to source local produce and my dear friend the stylist jennifer gatz will return to give us tips on how to host amazing outdoor parties. See you next time.